everyone, Jess Sarah here. Heads up, we're doing something a little bit different this week. So if you're new to the podcast, just know not every week is going to be like this. But as you all may remember, Stephanie and I both opened two major shows and we're working full time and we're trying to work in the podcast and we're trying to sleep when we can. And we're prepping for Guesttoberfest. So yes, Guesttoberfest will be coming at ya for the second year in a row starting next week. And we're super, super excited about our guests and what we have in store for you. But because of all of that work and all of that preparation, we're not bringing you a full episode this week. So before I get into what we're doing, let me just give a little shout out for the projects that are taking us away from the podcast right now. And that would be I just opened The Insanity of Mary Gerard. That's going to be running from tomorrow, Friday the 27th, until Sunday, October the 6th. It'll be Friday and Saturday evenings starting at 8 o'clock and Sundays at 2 p.m. And that'll be at Allen's Lane Art Center. Now, if you're also a Dead Time Stories listener in the Philadelphia area, the whole Dead Time Stories crew is going to come out and see the show as a group on October the 6th at the 2 p.m. performance. That crew is is going to include the very own Stephanie and also friends such as Colleen. And then you may remember Teresa. She's in the show with me. Oh, and Mary Angela, she kind of just, you know, directed the whole thing. So if you want to come out, have a great afternoon with the Dead Time Stories crew and see my show, that's happening on Sunday, October the 6th. Also, After seeing my show on Sunday the October 6th, we're all going to mosey on down and see what Stephanie's been working on. So Stephanie also opened Terror Behind the Walls this past weekend. And if you're not familiar, Terror Behind the Walls is a major haunted attraction that takes place in Eastern State Penitentiary, which you might remember from our first episode. So Stephanie opened that, which is kind of a big deal and we're all gonna go see her do her thing again on Sunday October the 6th probably later in the evening around 6 p.m. after seeing Insanity of Mary Gerard. Stephanie is also competing in the songbird competition which happens every Wednesday with starting yesterday uh, at Latage over in Philadelphia. She's also got other projects coming up she's going to announce next week, and so do I. So those are the things that are taking us away from you this week, slash prepping for Gastoberfest. So this week, instead of bringing you a full episode, what we're going to do is we're going to give you the very first episode of... I synced it! Our Patreon exclusive content. So if you like what you hear in this episode, just know you can go over, become a patron, support the show for only $5 a month. You get this brand new episode once a month where Stephanie describes a scary horror movie to me and I you know, react. It's fun. We have a few laughs. Everyone has a good time. And at the end, you feel like you synced it. So 
Please enjoy this exclusive content. If you like it and you want more, make sure to go visit us over at patreon.com slash deadtimestories. And you can also, again, find us on any other social media platform as deadtimestories with a Z. Also, be sure to stay tuned after the episode for a promo from our friend over at Twisted Philly. She'll be doing a live show on October the 12th here in Philadelphia, along with another podcasting friend. So stay tuned, take a listen, and be sure to check out what she does as well. And without further ado, you guys, I'll stop rambling on because I know you're really here for the major exclusive fire content that is, I sent it! Take it away, past Sarah and Stephanie. Ooh, the scary world. Are you ready to get this party started? I am. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this is... I I Saint It! Where I describe a movie to Sarah that she's never seen before. I've never seen it. And I'm going to drink and I'm going to listen. And this is bonus content for Dead Time Stories. Stories. Thanks for subscribing to our Patreon. Thank you guys so, so much. We really, really appreciate it. And we hope that you like the shenanigans we're about to do. Well, Stephanie is because I'm going to sit back and listen. (laughs) What are you going to tell me about? Well, Sarah, it's, it's June. And June is uh, is Pride Month, if you didn't already know. It's also so my birthday month. It's, it is your birthday month. Your birthday <laughs> is also coming up. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, June is Pride Month for the LGBT community, so I am going to talk about a gay uh... icon. <laughs> Today, I'm going to tell Sarah about the Babadook. <laughs> the star of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. Um. Sarah, Hit what do you, me with it. What, I know that he's a gay icon. What do you know about the Babadook? I think I probably know, a, I feel like everything I know about the Babadook, I've actually heard from you. Um, that I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's uh, a horror movie about a uh, mom telling her kid a, a scary story, but then the monster is really real, but it's like in a closet. So gay people are like, oh my God, Babadook, we feel you. Right, right. Because he lives in the closet. <laughs> we get you, Babadook. We understand. So, and that's it. Does anyone die? Tell me this. Tell me the movie. Does anyone die? Well, if you go to www.doesthedogdie.com, oh, no. uh, the answer would be yes. <laughs> <gasps> I don't want to watch this movie. Um, so, if that's a thing for you, uh, I apologize for delivering. Delivering it so harshly. I don't but like it. Now you know. Uh, it's on the list with I Am Legend. <laughs> oh. oh, and John Wick. Oh. Uh, so, because that's a website. I think I've talked dog, about it before. Uh, JurassicPark.com. Jurassic Park 2, when the monsters come in, when the monsters, oh my God, when the dinosaurs the come in. <laughs> When the I, dragons come in. In my defense, I just went and saw Godzilla, so, like, monsters are on the brain. Oh, how was it? Okay, so I liked it. Brian didn't, but, like, what does he ever like? Nothing. So this, I liked it because it was a lot of action. It was a lot of monster on monster, and you. I could see it. So this episode isn't about Godzilla, but I will say, yes, the complaint that I hear people are having about it is that there's too much monster fighting and not enough people drama, and I'm like, see, y'all are crazy because that sounds like my kind of Godzilla movie. See, and I went in knowing that and I still feel like there was too much people drama. Thank you. And that's what Brian didn't like. It was like a whole scene between Eleven and uh, Patricia Arquette, I think. And um, she's like crying and mad at her mom. 
And, and we I'm were like, just show like, me why? The fucking monsters. Where is Godzilla? Thank you. Um, this movie so, isn't yeah. called Eleven and Patricia Arquette. It's yeah, called right? Godzilla, it's called King Godzilla. of the Monsters. Right? Anyway, so the Baba Duck. Okay, Baba So there's the things that literally happen in the movie, and then like what the movie is about theme wise. I would say theme wise, it's more about like I think I let it's a very womanly movie. It was written and directed by a woman. It's starring a woman. Yeah. Um, but I would say it's much more about like these like related fears of like motherhood and stuff. That's what it's about on like a theme level. But it's also about this imaginary monster called the Babadook. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> you mean this imaginary gay ass monster called gay the Babadook? Gay ass monster called the Babadook. Dunk, 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 dunk. He should be called the Babadonk. The Babadonk. He is the Babadonk. <laughs> so, um, Daddy. The main character of this movie is a woman named Amelia. And, like, the movie starts out where she's having a baby. Husband's driving her to a hospital. Horrible car accident. Of course. Husband, husband dies. <laughs> she wasn't sure she Dog wanted to dies. be a mom. She's alone with this kid who turns out is also, like, difficult. Of course. So there's a lot of this mom, like, zoning out and her kid, like, screaming. And you're like, girl, I'd want the Babadook, too. Like, I get it. So a lot of, like, her fears of, like, going crazy trying, and killing yeah. her child. There's a lot of her like fears about that. So her husband, uh, Oscar, he dies in the car accident driving Amelia to the hospital. Uh, so that's like, you know. Yeah. Prelude. Yeah. So, Disney movie. Get that out of the way. Several years later, she's a widow, single mom, raising her crazy son. Difficult child. Who is difficult and screams a lot. Uh, right. And is really, really weird. And he um, is becoming... He's not sleeping enough, and he's becoming obsessed with this imaginary monster, and he's making weapons. Like, he's making all these weapons to, like, fight this imaginary monster. Kids are fucking dumb. And at one point, she has to pick him up from school because he took, like, weapons to school. How old is he? Six. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I love, I don't know if you've ever seen them, there's, like, a meme from this one part in the movie where she's like, what is wrong with you? Because it's Australian, and he's just like, like sitting in the back seat, like just yes. screaming. Yes, that's from the Baba Duck. That meme. But that's the little boy from he's the Baba just Duck. Screaming. And he's just—he's literally just like, ah, like just screaming in the back seat. Yes. Why I'd murder him too. Right. So I'd be um, like, you need to go. You're gonna go spend some time with your dad. So one night. Oh no. <laughs> so one night he's like, I want you to. I want you to read me this book. <laughs> Because he's Australian. That sounds cockney. Oi, <laughs> crikey. I want you to read this book, mum. <laughs> um, so he's like, I want you to read this book. And this book is called Mr. Babadook. Does the Babadook have an Australian accent? The Babadook doesn't talk, actually. All the Babadook says is, Babadook, duck, duck, duck. And it doesn't duck. say that in an Australian accent. Does that sound Australian? Because that's what that sounds. That's how he know. sounds. That's what, that's literally all he says. Okay. Babadook, duck, duck. So it describes the titular monster, which is the Babadook, Mr. Yeah. Babadook. He's a tall, pale-faced humanoid with a top hat and talony fingers. You've probably seen pictures of him. Yeah. He's all black and white. And this Papa book is also all black and white, and it's really creepy. It's yeah. really fucking creepy. Like scary stories to tell in the dark kind of, kind of book. Yes, yeah. like that kind of shit. Oh, it's speaking scary. of that movie, we Ooh! have to go see that together. Who's doing it? Is it Guillermo del Toro? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be good as hell. Yeah, yeah, have yeah, you yeah. seen the trailer? They just released another trailer. Nope. Oh my God, it's going to be so it's good. It's going to be so good. Yeah. So once pe- And the whole thing is that once people become aware of the Babadook, he 
like wants to come get them. Okay. Dukes you? He wants to come dookie right now. <laughs> He's got coprophilia. <laughs> um Sam becomes kin- so she's like freaked out by this book because it's really creepy yeah. and like has, and of course he's he, really scary. Does and he twitchy. love it? No, he's oh. like the Babadook is real. Like I've seen him. He's gonna come get me. Like the Babadook is coming, and she's like, "Kid, like Gross. I don't have time for this." And his persistence about the Babadook leads Amelia to have sleepless nights as she's trying to comfort him. So she's like losing sleep, going crazy about the Babadook. So. uh Soon after, weird shit starts to happen. Sure. Around the house. Um, doors are opening and closing by themselves. You see a lot of shadows. <laughs> it's a lot of creepy. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, God. Um, she finds glass in her food at one oh, point. Oh, what? And she. It's that fucking kid. He's a serial killer. Bingo. In the so she's like, what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? And he's like, She's like, what is wrong? What do you do? What are you doing? And he's like, it's the Baba Duck. And she's like, look, you little fucker. She's like, I'm going to Baba Duck you up right, right now. Right in the mouth. <laughs> I'm going to Baba Duck you so fucking hard. I can't Baba take this anymore. At her birthday party, uh, Sam's cousin, so like her um, niece, Ruby, bullies Sam uh, for not having a father. In response, he pushes her out of her treehouse. It's the Babadook. Wait, what? He pushes her out of the treehouse. He pushes who? Uh, the... His cousin. Oh, my God. His cousin God. was like, you don't even have a father. That's what's wrong with you. And, and he's like, ah! ah! <laughs> and he pushes her out of the treehouse, and she breaks her nose. Did she die? Oh. No, she doesn't die. <laughs> this movie, pushed... for how well this movie and how creepy it is, it's not as violent as you, like, you're anticipating it. It's very right. suspenseful. It's very suspenseful, and, like, it's scary, but it's more, like, like I said, that's why it's more about, like, this kind of fear rather than this actual like yeah. violent blah, blah, blah. but that's part of why I liked it it was yeah. really good and like creepy without being like Jesus fucking Christ um so yeah anyway her sister Amelia sister the mom's sister the aunt the mother of the little girl that got pushed out of the treehouse is like look your kid is fucked up and I don't want you bringing your, your son around here yeah I would do that too because we're done here like he is nuts he just screams all the, he doesn't stop and on the drive home uh, he, Sam the little boy has another vision of the Babadook and he has a seizure uh, and Amelia takes him to the pediatrician and she's finally able to convince them to give him a sedative so that she can like chill him the she's fuck she's like thank out. god where have these been his whole life um and the book, she had kept finding the book around the house, right? She rips the book up. She fucking throws it in the garbage. So the next morning, she comes home and she finds the book reassembled. Of course. On the doorstep. Yes. And now it has new words <gasps> in it. Like, now it's different and has different images. <gasps> um, and she's flipping through it. And the pop-ups have... Um, they are taunting her with words, saying that the Babadook is becoming stronger because she's trying to fight it. And if she continues to deny ex- its existence, worse things will happen. And there are pop-ups of her killing the dog <gasps> and then killing her son and then killing herself. <gasps> and these are all in little pop-ups. Well, because you can't kill yourself first. And you know how, like, there are pop-ups, like, you'll move them and they'll twitch. So, like, it's, like, her, like, wringing the dog's neck <gasps> and then, like, her, like, wringing her son's oh. neck. Like, it's fucking, cre- it's so creepy. And you're like, oh, my God. So does she kill the dog? I'm not done. Oh, my God. Um, So, terrified, Amelia burns the book, and she runs to the police after she gets a disturbing phone call. However, Amelia has no proof 
of, you know, any weird shit happening. Yeah, she burned it. And then she sees the Babadook <gasps> suit is hanging up behind the desk, of, like, in the police station. Like, it's up on the coat rack. Like, the creepy... The yeah. jacket with, like, the talony fingers and, like, the hat. And she's like, oh, my God, like, he's already here. Or, like, whatever. Like, right. She's like, I can't get out. So she, like, gets away. Um, she starts to become more isolated and shut in. She's being more impatient, sound- shouting at her son. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Ah! Yeah! And having frequent visions of the Babadook once again. And she's starting to go crazier and crazier. And she's getting violent and scary. And she, at one point, like, she cut the phone line with a knife, <gasps> and she was, like, shaking it at her son <gasps> without realizing that she was sh- And she's, like, yelling at him and, like, <gasps> shaking a knife at him. So then she starts to have these, like, hallucinations of, like, killing her son, like, joyfully. Like, she keeps, like, having these visions of this happening. You mean she's daydreaming about killing her son? <laughs> But she's like. but she's horrified. But by she's these like, visions. oh no! Why would I think that? Let me go to my happy place real fast. So, um, at one point, like she's in the house and she keeps seeing these horrible, horrible things, and then she has a vision of her husband Oscar, and he comes to her and like he embraces her, you know, like giving her strength and her love, whatever. And then he tells her that it'll all be fine if she just gives him their son. Yeah, if he can go live with dad now. And she takes that as like he's an in he's another incarnation of the Baba Duck. Yeah. That the this son is? No, that this isn't oh. her husband, that this is the Baba Duck. Oh, okay. Coming trying to convince her to like give him her son. Oh, okay. So she's like, no. So um she tries to get out of the house. Baba Duck is fucking chasing her, and then the Baba Duck possesses her. <gasps> And she goes after the boy. <gasps> um, under its influence, she breaks the dog's neck. She kills the dog. <gasps> and she tries to kill her son. Um, eventually, they go into the basement. He knocks her out. He ties her up. She wakes up, and she's still like, Bruh! like really Babadook. S- right, like really, really scary. And he's like crying, like, Mommy. And he like kind of gently like touches her face. Uh, and <laughs> to which she's like, and just starts like throwing up this black goop. Uh, um, and it's the Babadook. Uh, it's her coughing yeah. up the Babadook. Yeah. Um, so he just exercised the Babadook from her. Right. Okay. Um, and he reminded her, Sam reminds her that you can never really get rid of the Babadook. <gasps> what? Yeah. Uh, and then an unseen force drags the son, drags Sam away into Amelia's bedroom. What? Um, she saves him, but she's forced to basically rewatch over and over again the vision of her husband dying, taking her to the hospital until she is able to, like, she just becomes, like, furious in a rage and she confronts the Babadook. Uh, which makes the beast re- uh, retreat into the basement and it locks the door behind it. Uh, after all of this, um, they manage to recover. Amelia and Sam, the mom and the son, they're building their relationship back. Things oh, wait, are... so he just goes into the basement, locks the door, and they're like, cool. Some time passes. Let's go get some food. They seem okay, right? 
Um, she's very good to her son, encouraging him. Um, but they just stay out of the basement now. Concerning the weapons he makes. Uh, and she tells him, like, she's impressed by his magic tricks. And she's, like, really, really good to him. Um, together, her and her son uh, gather earthworms in a bowl. And then Amelia goes down into the basement where the Babadook is still there. Because you can never really get rid of the Babadook. And she puts the bowl on the floor for the Babadook. Uh, and it tries to, like, come at her. And she kind of, like, like stands her ground, but is also like, oh, chest bump. Go fuck yourself. I'm not trying to get rid of you. Have some earthworms. It's all chill. Uh, and it takes the bowl of earthworms, and she goes up, and they have a birthday party for her son. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? And that's the Babadook. So this is how the Babadook becomes their family pet. I mean, <laughs> this is how she that, deals with the fact that she will never entirely get rid of this fear that she's going to strangle the shit out of her son. But as long as she, like, acknowledges it and, like, just kind of lives with and it. And feeds it a little bit. Feeds it a little bit. <laughs> she can she can get through this. <laughs> See, but she I has to acknowledge it. it. She can't ignore it and act like it's not there. She has to acknowledge it. Yeah. Feed it. Feed it and move Let on with her fester. goddamn life. I just see it as the Babadook was like, listen, I need a new home. I'm going to possess you so you can kill your dog and then I'll get to live in your basement now. Well, and then his main goal was to get the dog killed so that he could take he the was dog's like, spot as a family pet. Get rid of my dog because I'm allergic, but then my <laughs> gay ass is living you know, in your basement, basement. girl. Guess um, who has a new roommate? And people you do. Who, um, who write about horror movies and like, you know, symbolism of things and what they mean and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is why people say that he's like a gay icon because it's like. This closeted, like you try and put it away and act like it's, it's not there, come out. and it's you can't keep it away, right? You can't keep it from coming out because it's there. You have to acknowledge. You cannot it. pray the gay away, right? Uh, you can't pray the gay away or the Babadook. You can't pray the Babadook away either. So the Babadook is a gay icon, and I hear that he is partnered up with Gritty, and they are just they are just living their biggest gay anti-fascist. Like, I heard they're adopting a child from overseas. They are. They are so progressive. Yeah, number one. People think that weird blue thing is Gritty's belly button. Joke's on them. That's his dick. And he puts it in the Babadook. He I don't does. know. I don't know who's the top. He's, he's a presume grower, to know. not a shower. I don't presume to know. Yeah, they um, do whatever they want. But Sarah, that's the Babadook. Wow, now I don't have to watch it. I mean, you still should. You I thought just that about watch... The Sixth Sense and you still cried. Oh my god! I will always no. bring it up because it was still a good movie. It even is a you good it movie. Happen. It was so good, it was so good. And I don't want to do that with seven. I want I want you to watch. You seven want me to watch it first without okay. knowing everything that's going to happen. Okay. Even though that would make a great episode of the show, but seven is too good. I don't want to. Yeah. Do that. I like the idea of keeping it to like horror movies because sacred. Usually, I don't watch scary right. movies. And I don't watch a lot of them either. I liked that I asked you about a couple earlier, and you're like, yes, this, this. No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I was like, okay, yeah. I got a couple. Yeah. But I was like, it's June. It's Pride Month. I got to talk we about- got to do the Babadook. The Babadook. Babadook, duck, duck. So, um, thanks again for subscribing to our Patreon, $5 and more subscriber. Thank you, guys. Hopefully, um, you enjoyed this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. All right, guys. And that's it. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed thank it. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening to I Synced It and other bonus content from Dead Time, Dead Time Stories. Stories. Thank you for your support, guys. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.
and that's Stephanie, if you didn't know, oh. and I'm Sarah. But I'm like, Stephanie. We are going to assume you know that if you're a Patreon Sarah. subscriber. Thanks, I'm Sarah. Sarah. Thanks right, for listening. Yeah, yeah, right? You know who we are. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I seen it. On Saturday, October 12th, you can catch Twisted Philly Podcast live with acclaimed paranormal podcast Hillbilly Horror Stories at the Philadelphia Ethical Society on Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia. The event begins around 6-ish. We'll start with a meet and greet. Jeremy Collins from Podcasts We Listen To will be joining us as MC. Then Jerry and Tracy from Hillbilly Horror Stories will take the stage. They're coming all the way up from Kentucky to visit the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection and meet Twisted Philly listeners. After Jerry and Tracy, I'll share some of my favorite Philadelphia haunted history, tales I haven't shared on the podcast, which will only be available at the live show. Jeremy will host an Ask Us Anything. You can even get on the mic with your own paranormal experiences if you'd like to share. There will be time to shop for merchandise. We'll have giveaways. I'll have some prizes. It's going to be a spooky good time getting everyone in the mood for Halloween. Tickets are just $20 for two live podcast shows on one night. I've got a link for tickets on Twitter and Facebook, and there's also information on Instagram. You won't want to miss this. We're going to have a blast. If you prefer to head home a little early, we'll be wrapping up before 930, so it won't be a late night. Or if you're up for spending a little time in the city, you can join me and Jeremy, Jerry and Tracy for a night out after the show. Rittenhouse Square has some of the best bars and restaurants in the city, just blocks from the Ethical Society. We can't wait to see you on the 12th.